The advice in this podcast is general in nature and does not constitute medical advice. Always consult your doctor if you are concerned about your child's health. We recommend always following the safe sleep guidelines. In the spirit of reconciliation, Dr. Fallon and Dr. Laura acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the continuation of cultural, spiritual and, educa and educational practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They pay respects to the elders past and present and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello and welcome back to Brand New Little People. We're your hosts. I'm Dr. Fallon Cook. And I'm Dr. Laura Conway. Uh, over the weekend, we finally launched Sombell, which is our sleep and settling program for babies. Um, and we noticed that, you know, we've got lots of families joining up, but we also got a whole lot of new listeners to the podcast, which is so wonderful. Um, Laura, you actually sent me a little screenshot this morning. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, I just went on to the... Um Apple Podcasts and um, looked under the parenting chart and just scrolled through and I was just dumbfounded to see us sitting there at number 22 on the parenting chart. So, um, yeah, <laughs> so exciting. So I took what a, a screenshot and sent it to you. <laughs> Yeah, because we're big on celebrating everything. We often ring each other to go, oh my God, guess what happened? And yeah, that was definitely one of those moments where we're kind of amazed. So I think that, yeah, a few people are listening in now, especially since we launched Sombell. Um, and yeah, welcome to the new Sombell families as well. It's so awesome to have you along. Um, where, you know, as a lot of people know, we use this podcast to answer some of the, the questions that we get coming in from parents who are doing the Sombell Sleep and Settling program. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the past, we've, we've road tested Sombell um, with a few different families who helped us when we were developing it. It's really important to us that Sombell really meets the needs of parents. Um, but, you know, from this week, we've got a whole new bunch of parents coming through. So it's going to be really great to hear um, you know, what questions you have and start to answer some of those. Um, one of the questions we had in just over the weekend from one of our new families was to do with settling difficulties. And I thought, what a great thing to dive into in this podcast. Um, settling difficulties are so common. Mm -hmm. I don't think any parent kind of doesn't experience some sort of settling difficulty um, in that first year. Um, so I thought we'd have a bit of a chat through what some of the, the main causes are for settling difficulties. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're a Sombell member, um, the chapters on unique sleep needs, um, the psychology of sleep, and the chapter that gives you the strategies for improving sleep, um, those chapters I would say are the ones to really focus on if you're having uh, settling difficulties. Um, so settling problems, what are they? You know, I was thinking before, Laura, about some of the you know, sometimes quite hilarious examples we hear in clinic of the things that parents are having to try and do mm -hmm. um, to get their babies settled down for sleep. Tell me about one of your funny ones. Yeah, well, I have to say one that is very commonly um, described in the clinic is bouncing on a fit ball. So, oh, yes. <laughs> All those parents who <laughs> had bought their Fitball before the babies came along and were using them for doing core exercises and now using these yes, Fitballs. Or to cope with birth. Yeah, yeah, that's right, or to cope <laughs> with birth. Uh, now um, sitting on these Fitballs um, and bouncing gently sometimes for hours on end trying to calm their baby enough to be able to pop them down 
in the bassinet. So I see that a lot. Do you hear yes. that a lot from your families as well, Fallon? Uh, all the time and lots of parents saying, oh, my thighs and my butt are just so strong now because <laughs> yeah. I'm just bouncing all the time through the night. Um, but yeah, fit balls can be fun, but maybe not having to do, you know, get the fit ball out eight times overnight just to get your baby back to sleep. That's getting yeah a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, what, trying to think of what one. do you hear? Yeah. Um, oh, look, I've had a few curly ones. I always have a bit of a giggle when parents that always look very sheepish when they tell me this. And I always say, oh, you know, we hear everything. Nothing will surprise me. Uh, what, what always makes me giggle is when parents are finding that they are having to get in the cot <laughs> with their baby or toddler. <laughs> yeah. They actually have to be in the cot, you know, helping them get to sleep. And then some parents are even sleeping in there all night. Um, they must be tiny parents. I don't think I could quite manage that. And no. I wouldn't sleep very well. <laughs> no, and uh, I do think that we, uh, we should probably at some point pair up with um, a physiotherapist to help all of yes. our poor parents with their sore backs when they've been cramping themselves into these tiny positions in order to do everything they possibly can to help support their babies go to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. The backs especially really cop it, don't they? Yeah. Um, I've also had like a lot of families saying that the only way to get their baby to sleep, especially in the early hours of the morning, is to lie back on a recliner with the baby on top of them. This mm. one always scares me, though. It's not, not so much a funny one, mm. um, just a scary one, because uh, that's exhausting for parents, um, but also not a great position for the baby um, mm. either in terms of, say, sleep. Um, yeah. And no one, I don't, I've never met a parent who wants to sleep like that either. It's no. just not fun um, trying to sleep in a chair. I get lots that, um, you know, are doing the 4am walk in the pram <laughs> because they're waking up early and we'll scream the house down and wake everyone up. Um, so they're heading out the door in the pram before the sun has even come up. Um, and I've had a few toddlers who like to um, tangle their fingers up in their parents' hair <laughs> to fall asleep. Um, yeah, again, not fun for parents at all. No, no, that's right. And as much as we're um, giggling, we do realise it's not funny at all for parents in the middle of the night um, when they know that the only reason they can, the only way they can get their child to sleep is using these really elaborate um, kind of circus acts almost just to try to um, get their babies back to sleep. And, and yeah. what it always um, uh, does for me, Fallon, is it paints a picture of um, the level of um, kind of discomfort and distress that the family is in when I hear mm. them describing these rigmaroles that they have to go through um, to help settle their baby. Um, you know, I, I think, well, here I have a family in front of me that really is invested and committed to helping their baby thrive and develop and, um, and get the sleep that they need. And they will go to the ends of the earth to help that happen yes. and then I then feel very invested in helping them find a way that isn't so arduous for them. Yeah absolutely I think it's easy once you're through these phases to look back and laugh at how ridiculous things got at one point or another but when you're actually mm. in the thick of it um, yeah it's exhausting and really really challenging. But, you know, settling problems often are fairly easy to resolve. Often when you're in the trenches, it feels like you'll just never get out. 
um, that you'll always mm. have these terrible settling problems. But we know that there are lots and lots of approaches that can really um, help to turn things around pretty quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. And mm. I don't know about you, Fallon, but I often um, have parents um, saying to me, oh, have you ever come across this before? You know, is this a hopeless case or have I left it too late? Or, oh God, I, I hate to admit this, but this is what I'm doing. And then they seem so relieved when I say, <laughs> you're the 15th family I've seen this week. Yeah, that have that <laughs> same it's only, problem. It's only Wednesday. Yeah. have that same problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you're absolutely not alone if you're having to do some, you know, wild and wonderful things just to get your baby asleep. Um, definitely doesn't last forever. Um, so look, in terms of settling problems, there really are kind of three main causes that I think parents should think about if they're, you know, really stuck in settling patterns that aren't working for them. Um, so first mm -hmm. of all, we sort of touched on this in our other podcast episodes, but you definitely want to rule out a medical cause for that unsettled behaviour when you're trying to settle them. So if you're getting a lot of crying at bedtime, um, definitely be thinking about potential medical causes. So things like if you're noticing really unusual nappies um, with mucus or blood, if there's lots of vomiting, um, eczema. Um, I tell you what, on our Instagram page, there's a link in our bio where you can download a free medical factors checklist. So if you think that there could be something more to the settling, you, you suspect there's some sort of symptom um, impacting your baby's ability to fall asleep, mm. um, definitely go and check that one out. You can download it for free. Um, and if any of those symptoms sound familiar, definitely go to your GP. Um, but yeah, you definitely want to rule out that there's not some pain or discomfort um, making it hard for mm. your baby to settle. Um, so once you've ruled that out, I think the next biggest thing is really thinking about your baby's sleep pressure. So the idea of sleep pressure is the longer you're awake, um, you know, stands for adults as well, the longer you're awake, the higher your sleep pressure builds up. Um, another word for sleep pressure is, I suppose, sleep drive. Um, and babies have that too. Mm. The longer they're awake, the stronger that drive to sleep actually gets. The exception to this rule would be the really little babies sort of under about 12 weeks of age or so where the longer they're awake, um, you know, they can start to become overwrought and overtired. Um, but for older babies, certainly the longer they're awake, the higher that sleep drive builds up and the more likely they are to, um, to drop off to sleep quicker. Yeah. And as um, babies get older, they need to have more time awake, interacting with their caregivers looking at the world around them um, and um, as they get up to that um, 12 month mark um, the amount of time that they can stay awake during the day is so much greater than in their little baby phase mm. um, but their language will be yeah. um, their language skills will be exploding and communication skills will be developing at the rate of knots or their fine and gross motor skills will be developing and they need time awake to be practicing that um, and during that time awake, then the sleep pressure will be getting higher and higher. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of parents, it almost takes them a bit by surprise that across that first year, the amount of sleep, the total amount of sleep that their baby needs every day tends to gradually decline. So over time, they're going to need a little bit less day sleep. Um, and if they're not getting less day sleep, often the nights start to really fall apart. So that's where it can be a bit of a, I think it's a struggle for lots of parents trying to work out what is the right amount of day sleep where you know their nights aren't going to be really interrupted. Um, so it can be a tricky, a very tricky balance to find. 
Um, so in terms of thinking about sleep pressure for settling, I would say if it's regularly taking, you know, more than 15, 20 minutes to get your baby to fall asleep and you're doing the preferred thing that they like you to do um, in order for them to fall asleep, um, yeah, I'd say if it's taking more than 15 or 20 minutes that maybe their sleep pressure just isn't quite there yet and they're not quite ready for sleep. Would you agree with that, Laura? Yeah, absolutely. I would often... Um say to parents in the clinic that anything longer than 20 minutes we consider um, I mean for, for all of us that's a long time out of our days to be spending um, trying to settle a baby and yeah anything more than 20 minutes is a little bit delayed um, and that 20 30 40 minutes that you're spending trying to settle your baby could actually be spent having some nice interaction or play with them instead such a good point yeah and if it's happening all the time it's really telling you that your baby's just not quite tired enough for that sleep so yeah if it was mm. taking you know 30 minutes every time try starting to settle your baby maybe 20 minutes after you normally would and you might just find that then they're settling down in 10 minutes instead um, so yeah definitely a good one to think about um, you know I think probably the easiest way to work out if settling is taking a long time because of a sleep pressure problem is really to start to think about how much sleep is your baby getting on average per 24 hours. If they tend to average, let's just say they average around 12 hours of sleep per 24 hours, but you're trying to implement some sort of schedule that is based on a baby that needs maybe 14 hours or 15 hours of sleep per day, there's going to be a lot of times when you're trying to settle them and they're really resisting because they just don't need that amount of sleep. And that's something we go into in a lot of detail in the Sunbell program is working out what are your baby's unique sleep requirements and how do you best cater for them so that settling can be quick and easy every single time, ideally. Yeah, absolutely. And if you feel like you're spending so much of your day trying to get your baby um, to go to sleep, to support them to go to sleep, then um, it's a, a really good idea to have a look at what their um, unique sleep needs are and try to um, reduce the amount of time that you're spending trying to settle them. And Fallon, you said that there were three factors um, to look at if settling is a problem for your baby. So what's the third factor that you had in mind? Yeah, so I'd say the other really common thing we both see quite a lot in clinic is where babies rely on some kind of really intense support or help to fall asleep. So like we were talking about earlier, if you're having to do really intense things like um, bouncing on a fit ball or if your baby, actually a good example is if your baby always has to be held to sleep or fed to sleep. So we know that for lots of babies, they can be fed to sleep or cuddled to sleep. Um, and once they're asleep, they sleep okay. You know, they might sleep even right mm. through the night and it just, it doesn't bother them. But for some babies, they get really upset if they're settled to sleep one way, maybe in your arms, um, and then they come up into light sleep after one sleep cycle and spring awake, like, where did you go? <laughs> get back in here. How <laughs> dare you put me down in my cot? Um, some of them are really <laughs> sensitive to that and they spring awake very easily if they're settled in one place and then put down in their cot um, and they, they really don't like it. And to some, to some extent, some babies will start to really fight going to sleep because they hate that feeling. They know that, you know, if they fall asleep being cuddled or, or feeding, for example, that then all of a sudden they're going to find themselves put back in the cot. And they find that so unsettling that they really try to fight falling asleep in the first place because they just want to avoid that feeling. So have a bit of a think too about if how you settle your baby 
to sleep is causing them to wake up frequently um, with that bit of a feeling of surprise. It doesn't tend to affect the really little babies. We're probably more talking about the babies from, look, I'd say probably four months of age onwards. Um, but if you think that that's something that is um, impacting your baby, um, again, lots of strategies that you can use to help your baby make that adjustment to falling asleep in their cot. Um, and there's lots of, I think this is really important actually, there are lots of really gentle and gradual ways to support them to fall asleep in their cot. Um, I think as parents, we hear a lot of really scary things like, you know, people saying you've got to just put them down in the cot and walk away for 20 minutes or something like that. Um, we know that that's not necessary. There's lots of other ways um, you can help your baby feel really supported as they make that adjustment to falling asleep in their cot. And of course that might not be your goal, but if you're finding that cot settling is something you want to work on, um, just know that there are plenty of really good options to explore. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there um, perhaps. Um, thank you everybody for listening in. And if you found this episode helpful, please you know, drop us a review, give us five stars, it'll make our day. We'll probably ring each other and celebrate <laughs> as we usually do. So yeah, if you're enjoying the podcast, please let us know. It means a lot to us. If you're a member of Sunbowl, please send us some questions and we'll address them in next week's episode. Um, and if you're looking for help with sleep and settling, um, definitely go and check out Sunbowl and see if it's the right fit for you. Um, we'll pop all the links in the show notes. All right, that's all from us. See you next week. See you. Bye-bye. If you need help with your baby's sleep or settling, then you need Sunbowl. Sunbell is Australia's first online paediatric sleep clinic for babies aged 0 to 12 months. It contains all the best resources from Dr. Fallon and Dr. Laura's sleep clinics, so you can rest easy and soak in your baby. To find out more, click the link in the show notes or visit sombell.infantsleep.com.au.